Hi there, everyone. Gwen Jones here, and welcome to this bonus episode of the I'm a Rotarian podcast. This week, we're going to talk business. Business during a time of COVID-19. Tracy Bergma is returning, and Tracy Schultz is joining us for the very first time. Both of these ladies are proud Rotarians and proud small business owners. And as of right now, they are both either not running their businesses or running their businesses in a very unique way. Both ladies join me via Zoom to talk about COVID, talk about how they're living with COVID, talk about COVID in their lives, in their businesses, in their new rules, COVID, 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 and how a small business can survive. So join me, won't you, with Tracy Schultz and Tracy Bergsma this week on the bonus episode of I'm a Rotarian podcast. And as always, I thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to the I'm a Rotarian podcast and thank you to a added bonus episode this week. We've been trying to touch base over the last few weeks with this podcast and this wonderful addition in our lives, which is COVID-19. And this week we decided to do a bonus episode with literally some Rotarian business women who are absolutely affected 100% by COVID-19 let me say, affected 100% in their businesses. Thank goodness, not in their personal lives. No one is uh, hurt in any way or ill, but please join to the, please uh, uh, welcome to the podcast, Tracy Bergsma, a familiar voice you will know, and Tracy Schultz. So this is the two Tracys. Hi, you two. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Gwen. Hi, Gwen. So I said that we're going to do a bonus episode. So the first thing I want you guys to do is we all know your names, but exactly what is your business and is your business open right now? And how exactly are you running your business? So who wants to go first? I will. Tracy or Tracy? (laughs) Tracy with a Y. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm able to be open curbside um, with non-contact delivery. So basically they phone in. And what is your business for everybody listening out there? I have Flowers by the Bay. Um, We're located in Freeland. So we're a floral slash retail shop. However, the retail shop's not so retail right now uh, with all of this. Uh, But as far as being able to get flowers out to for holidays and or anniversaries, birthdays, whatever it is, it's, it's a little hit and miss. We can't staff the place all the time. So we've really reached out and tried to get people to use our website or leave us a voicemail. We can fill the order, either deliver it with a non-contact delivery or they can pay for it with a credit card, call us from their car and we'll set it outside the door. Um, it's a little difficult with the heat and you know, having stuff sit outside with people's names on it. You know, so we have to be super careful that there's no information showing yeah, so it's, it's been a challenge. It was very difficult at Mother's Day to manage hundreds of deliveries, believe it or not. But we had a lot of happy moms out there and very happy that we were able to do what we could do. Uh, the flip side of that coin is we ran out of products, as did several other florists that I've talked to. And it's not just that we didn't order correctly. The growers couldn't get it. The vendors couldn't get it, which means we can't get it. And we understand um, nationwide it's kind of a problem that growers just stopped growing because they didn't know if they were going to be able to sell the product. So, wow. Yeah. So we're playing catch up. Unfortunately, I'll just keep rambling here. Um, 
you know, the rent goes on, the van insurance goes on, the taxes go on, the power, you know, so it's, yeah. And I, yeah, it's been a struggle, but we're doing our best. All right. What about you, I? Tell us about your life a little mm -hmm. bit. My life. Okay. So I own a nail salon called Simply Nails in Langley, downtown Langley. Um, I've been out of work along with the other two women that work for me um, since March 16th. I can't do curbside. <laughs> I can't put your nails through the slot in the door. <laughs> <laughs> that might work though. Come on. I, I've been asked so many different things. It's hilarious. I should actually write it all down. But um, yeah, so I, this last Monday was two months and I cannot go back to work till June 1st, which is phase two. Um, last night I got my six pages Ah. Of, of protocols, um, which I have a lot to do. I have a lot to do. I have a lot of emails I have to push out to my clients to let them know about all the new procedures and the protective gear we will be wearing and what they have to be wearing. So um, since I'm in Langley, I don't know if you guys heard, um, Langley is, uh, making everybody wear a face mask, whether you're walking to a car, to a car or a car to a business. Um, and of course that rule has to obtain to us too. So yeah, yeah. good times. <laughs> well, okay. So, so you're, so one is still working. One is sort of working, but let's back up just a little bit. And when did you guys hear about COVID? Like, I mean, it, it's been around, according to different articles, it's been around, we've heard about it since like February. But when did you guys think you may actually have an issue? When did it kind of dawn on you guys that this is actually going to start affecting your business? Was it a surprise or was it something you guys could plan a little bit? We, you know, we were just, of course, following the, you know, e uh, emails and things from the governor. Um, so we knew we were in to be closed down. We weren't sure what our options were going to be. So at Easter, unfortunately, we were closed, closed. So we. So didn't, you didn't do, you didn't do any deliveries whatsoever for Easter. No. So that was kind of a hassle. So all of my products. And how big? So Easter's. A so was that an holiday. absolute loss? Is that a big? Is that a big holiday for florists? I would um, imagine it is probably the fourth biggest you know of course valentine's day mother's day christmas then i would say easter and thanksgiving so yeah it was a pretty big loss you know and of course we had ramped up for it and all the issues were even if we could have done things the growers or the wholesale houses were saying well you ordered it at yours because they don't want to get stuck with it right so unfortunately they did their last delivery i was closed so it pretty much sat in the cooler and about three weeks later or two weeks later you throw it out um so it wow so it's kind of like a double hit. Not only were we not selling anything, we'd already paid crew to process it, store it, and pay for the product. Um, then we heard around March or shortly after Easter um, that hopefully by the end of that month, 1st of April, we could at least do curbside or non-contact delivery. And I'll say that Telefloor has done a great job helping florists you know, all across the country with what the rules are for each state. So that's been very helpful. But so then we all panicked about ordering for Mother's Day, you know, mm. what we're going to be. So then, you know, it was back to that too much product, not enough product, crew, no crew, you know, yeah, it was pretty rough, but nobody so got walk, walk us, walk us through what a non-contact delivery 
is because I know people are non-contacting ordering pizza, non-contact ordering, you know, food. So what is a non-contact floral? Uh, go ahead and take the order and we deliver. Um, we, we tell the, either the, the person ordering the flowers or if the recipients called us that, you know, we, do you have a special place you want us to leave it? We will knock. Please wait till we back away. We'll get to the van. If we visually see them, they'll wave and off we go. If we don't see them, um, we follow up immediately when we return to the shop with a phone call saying, you know, it's to the left of your door under the bench or because we don't know if they're home or not home um, and we won't, we can't go back. Um, and you know, of course we're wearing gloves and masks to, you know, we don't know what's on our hands and uh, leaving the, the boxes. Normally we would try to recycle the boxes, but there again, we don't know where they've been and who's touched them. And, and they say that, you know, COVID can live on cardboard so uh, yeah, it was doing that at Mother's Day with that many deliveries and drivers. Um, it, it just adds time to the process, you know, and then two o'clock in the afternoon, people are, well, when are my flowers going to get there? When are my flowers going to get there? And we're like, we're doing the best we can. So right. got them all out. And at this point, I've had no issues um, with staff or, or recipients. So it's been pretty good. Wow. And do you, do you take any temperatures? Well, I do know that you're, 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 you're family. you you, you told me before we went on the podcast that your family is doing most of the deliveries these days, but are you taking temperatures? Are you doing any of that kind of stuff? We haven't, um, even though we, we have access to one, I'm just, you know, with the family, luckily they're, I'm with them every day anyway. So whether it's this business or my other business, you're so, coughing on each other already. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm very careful when I go home to change my clothes and, you know, okay. try to much of it out of the house as possible um yeah so i i don't just feel like you just do what you got to do <laughs> right so tracy with your nail salon you'd mentioned you got how many pages worth of six um, pages yeah i have six pages of protocol um and now this, we're in washington state so can you share some of that protocol with us yeah so I, uh, me and my staff have to wear a mask with a, um, a filter that goes inside of it. So we can't just use a disposable mask. We have to use washable masks with filters in it. And those masks have to be replaced a couple times out of the day. And we have to wow. wear aprons, which have to be replaced a couple times out of the day. We also have to wear a face shield. And I'm already telling you, I'm claustrophobic. Oh, and wow wearing all that all that gear on top of us and summer's coming and i have one door that opens i don't have windows that open or anything and it's pretty warm in there so you have to wear if is it a gown like so very much like a no it's just an apron that i can wash off so okay. it's an it's a apron a face shield a face mask with a filter and gloves and i mean as as somebody who appreciates a good mani pedi um, like, what do you think, what is, why so many guidelines? I mean, cause I know you have very strict guidelines already, especially have, here in the state of Washington about keeping things clean and how are you supposed to? So yeah. I, I don't know too many toes that have no. well, things that come out from them. There they shouldn't. <laughs> so when we do nails, there's a lot of nail dust oh. and all that dust particle goes all over me, all over my staff and it goes all over the room. So that's the main focus. We are extremely clean as it is. And this is really going above and beyond for us. Right. And we sanitize between every client, but now we have to sanitize in Clorox after. Wow. Every 
I have um, never heard of it. So is COVID in nail dust or do they just believe that it could be in they, nail dust? They, and that's, Oh, absolutely. You're putting your hands in your mouth, you know, gotcha. people, you know, or touching yourself with your, your fingers. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not that excited to go back to work, even though I have to. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cause you hear, I mean, we have, we have States like uh, Colorado and Wisconsin and Florida that seem to have these movements that they, that I'm a business owner. I'm a, I, the, the famous phrase is quote, I am a small business owner and I'm speaking to absolutely two quote small business owners. And they, you would think by the press that you guys would just be wanting to go back to work like willy nilly. <laughs> oh, I absolutely want to go back to work. Don't get me wrong. I'm scared to go back to work. Okay. I have a, I have a compromised immune system. Let me tell you how many times I've been coughed on, <laughs> sneezed on. People come in sick, even though you tell them these are your guidelines, you can't come cancel your appointment, give us 24 hours or, you know, whatever. They don't listen. You know, wow. you sit down and your client starts having a coughing fit. It goes all over you. You know, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Tracy, do you, yeah. Tracy, do you think you'll have a lot of clients that won't come back right away strictly because of all of the guidelines? No, Great I question. have a list. I have a huge list of people that want to come in the door. I got a phone call today asking for me to go to their house. I can't go to your house. I will know. Why is that? You've mentioned that to me before too. What is there? I why can't somebody license. go to their house? I will absolutely lose my license. There are people that are calling on your businesses. I was in my business cleaning, sanitizing two weeks ago. The police officer knocked on my door and asked if I was open. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to risk my, my health, my family's health by going into someone's house, not knowing what they have, mm -hmm. or I'm not going to lose my license. That's my livelihood. But so I can tell you, I've gotten probably 15 texts oh, wow. from my house and I might lose a few clients because I said no, but I can guarantee I, I'm going to be working 10 hour days when I go back. And yeah. so uh, now Tracy, florist, Tracy, you guys are, are still open technically, but now it's, it's time, but you mentioned that you guys wear masks and gloves and then Tracy nails, you guys almost wear medical grade PPE. Well, you know, it, I, I have to tell you, a lot of people don't know that about uh, manicurists. We're considered medical. Are you? I, I okay. Medical. There's my, I have to carry four licenses that I have to pay on every year. Plus I have to have over a hundred million dollar insurance policy. That's really each, each individual that works for me has to have that too. So a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people just think, I do nails. I make it pretty. Oh my God. We're going to like gossip about the local language yeah. stuff and <laughs> do each other's nails. But it's much more than that. Have you seen the tools that I use? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it looks like I'm rolling out for surgery sometimes. <laughs> so, so with it, which is a really good point. So you have to wear all these special masks and, and, Tracy for has to do deliveries in a certain way with these masks and gloves on. Here's the question. Who pays for all that equipment? Well, I can tell you it's those of us that are in business, you yeah. know, the struggle and, you know, so we're, you're, you're forking out all this money, not knowing, you know, I don't know every day if I'm going to get two deliveries or five deliveries or no deliveries. So 
yeah, and I have I have perishable products, so that's that's even a, a, a tougher call. You well, know. and you said that our flowers just our florist just and I don't know the that so our farmers I should say are farmers not growing as many flowers. Correct. Or are they just going? Are they are they plowing them underground like we hear so much of the food? Yes, I have heard that one. They didn't grow as much because a lot of the stuff we would normally get this time of year would have been planted since COVID. Um, we couldn't get tulips from the tulip farms which was sad because um, that was, a, it's, you know, something people look forward to. And mm -hmm. now what's happening is you have to remember a lot of our product comes out of South America or out of California. So there's all kinds of shipping issues. Um, and the cost, I'll tell you, of wholesale product has probably gone up 25%. Wow. So unless I raise my prices 25%, you know, the, the margin is shrinking. So I can see a lot of floors just flat have not reopened. They're not even trying to do curbside or, or delivery. Um, is it so, actually less expensive for them just to stay shut for now and see if they can re expensive to stay closed. They don't have payroll. They don't have cost of goods. Um, a lot of florists work in a, in a smaller environment than I do. So they don't have near the rent overhead. Um, mm -hmm. I'm unfortunately in a, in a business complex. So what do you do? The rent goes on. So we're just trying to make enough to, you know, keep the doors open once this whole thing lifts. So Tracy, for the, for the nail salon, then how, how are you going to pay for the PPE? I mean, what is, what um, are the costs that you're going to have? And does the government, do, is there any type of funds through Washington state that can help you with that? Uh, no. <laughs> so I, I applied for 10 grants and because I lease my spots to um, my girls, they, they're not my employees. Okay. But with the lease, I actually pay for all the product. So I'm in charge of buying all the protective wear for all three of us right now. Wow. And, and with that, because we need so much in a day, mm -hmm. it's hard to get my hands on it. So you how know. much, so just you, just you, if you walked in your nail salon for 10 hours, how much PPE, personal protection equipment, would you use in one 10 hour day, do you think? Um, probably three aprons, three masks, my face shield, I'll have to clean in between each client. And then, um, I mean, the gloves, it depends on how many clients. I could have 10 clients in 10 hours, depending on what service I do. So it's a pair of gloves per client. Wow. And sometimes those gloves are cheap and they break. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So you're thinking that times three people, though. So then if we had it, so then, then... Uh, what I find interesting is we, we are having these task force, including um, our very own club that did a task force for PPE to help our local hospital. Have you guys heard of any type of organization trying to help out all these small businesses with this, any of this protective equipment? No, um, I actually tried to get a hold of the mayor and I got a response back today because um, legally you're supposed to have a mask when you go into a business in Langley. And I gotcha. asked if they were going to supply those for us, or do I have to buy those for every client that doesn't have a mask? And um, I know Langley said they're putting together a kit for the businesses, um, but it could take a while because there's a lot of businesses in Langley. So right. They're going to try to help us have masks on hand to hand out to people that don't have it. But besides that, everything is coming out of my pocket. Um, and, and another thing I need is Clorox wipes. You can't get Clorox like, like yeah. anywhere. 
So, or Lysol or any of that. Um, but yeah, no, it's out of my pocket. No help. Yeah. yeah. Um, same, same thing happened for me, you know, cause I have employees, um, laid most of them off except for the last two weeks when I tried to bring them all back. I have applied for the payroll protection program. That was like six weeks ago. Haven't heard anything. I applied for the same SBA, that $10,000 either. I was it EIDL and, or yeah. even if it could be a, a low interest loan yeah. because borrow money on your credit card or you're against your business, you're 10, 12% on some yeah. of those loans. And then it makes no sense. Yeah. Right. To, it's like, so it's I either feel, you go in debt or you lose your business. Right. I feel like we're paying to keep our businesses alive out of our personal pockets. And yeah, yeah. it's going to be, it doesn't change pretty soon. So then I guess I, I have to, to, to poke the bruise when you heard some of these things like, you know, these burger restaurants or Ruth, Ruth Chris, or for probably the, the biggest hit, you know, when the LA Lakers got millions and millions of dollars and you ladies have these small businesses. How did that feel? Well, it certainly was a, a downer when I heard about a lot of those. I'm thinking, do they really need payroll protection? You know, I mean, they're not playing basketball anyway, you know, so, and I, I get that people aren't going to go to these events and I'm sure that they have sponsors and bills, okay. sponsors, but I mean, yeah. we're talking small mom pop businesses that are going to never recover from this. I mean, I think it's going to happen right in Freeland and in Langley, you know, all over South Libby and all over all small towns. I, I can already tell you, I'm not going to be able to stay in Langley. I'm going to be three months behind on everything when I go back to work and I already, I'm already going to have to move. So it's definitely where do you think, where do you think you'll be moving to? So unfortunately I can't tell you where I'm moving to because another, okay. well, another loved business is going out of business. Okay. And it's just, it, there's so many people right now that are struggling. It's not just us. I mean, right. we live in a small community and it just breaks my heart and you know, restaurants and salons, we had no warning. We got a phone call at one o'clock, March 16th saying you got to 12 o'clock that night to shut your door. And so what did, okay. So that's incredible. So you literally, let's just repeat that. You literally just got a phone call saying you're so on March done. 16th, we're working away. We got our week planned. We get a phone call at one o'clock saying we have to shut the doors by midnight. No warning. We had no warning. And then you had, and then that was it with no, not even a for the next week, or you nope. have to close your doors I for have the to next. Close my doors at midnight. And Tracy, and the floral business was shut down the same way. It was just like, that's um, it. You're done. Pretty much as far as, uh, yeah, for about three weeks, we didn't do anything um, just because they didn't have a protocol. And then luckily with Telefloor, because they're a giant corporation was able to help all of us understand what our options were. Um, but I can really, like Trace was saying, the small restaurants, can you imagine close at midnight and they've got refrigerators full of non-perishable non-perish or perishable products? Yeah. So what, you know, they either give them away or donate them or, but you know, there again, they've paid for it twice in my opinion. Oh, tons yeah. of money lost. Tons of money. Yeah. So. And you know what's sad? Please. A lot of these businesses give so much back to our community. We, we mm. give back. Tracy gives back. I mean. I know the restaurants give back and it's just, oh, I'm having a hard time with this. <laughs> well, and I thank you so much for, for you guys doing this. I know this, like I said, this is, let's, can I please take this open wound and for my podcast, put some salt in it. Um, but I, so let's, about it. 
it's because yeah. it a lot of people don't know what we're going through you know a lot of people still get to work and man bless them for being out there you know or there's the, a lot of the people you know coming from an employer's point of view that you know i know this is going to sound great but why would you want to come back to work even part-time when the government's handing you hundreds of dollars a week probably to stay safe to stay safe even though they're not helping us businesses they're almost going to penalize us if we don't keep them employed but when you're a small business like tracy you know tracy and of course myself i have actual employees so i've got six girls that are going well why would we come back to work when the government's going to pay us more to stay home no it's, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, I was, I went six weeks without any money. And then they finally came in to self employment, unemployment, I guess. Um, and, you know, by the way, my husband, we own a construction business, and he hasn't been able to work. So we've been hit times too. Wow. <laughs> but, um, and he hasn't been able to get unemployment, which is a huge hit. But um, they give us like $211 a week if you're self employed. Right. That's, you can't live off that. <laughs> well, we try not to be political on the podcast, but for the record, $1,200 was supposed to last you for six weeks. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. <laughs> According to... I haven't got anything. I don't understand how they pick and choose, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, we haven't got anything on our boat either. So okay. I'm, still, I'm still waiting for my Donald Trump signed check. Oh, um, me too. <laughs> me too. Me three. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all small businesses so let's say let's say you actually could talk to a leader that could actually do something what would you what would you say if you could talk to i guess governor Inslee or something and he said right here right now i will i have you designed the perfect plan to get you back to work what would that be i don't think governor Inslee wants to talk to me right now <laughs> okay fair enough fair I'm enough still, I, I might just keep my mouth shut for this part Okay. Yeah. Like not to get political, um, which we don't want to do. I, I think in a small community, kind of like with me, it's some of it you feel like you have to keep going because like with Tracy, I mean, if I can't get deliveries for people's anniversaries or birthdays, I don't even know what's going to happen with the whole funeral industry when this all kicks back in. Wow. You no. Know, so I feel for those families, you know, I, I just have this huge, guilt for my customers that you know our, our recipients that you know oh it's mom's day if I, I what if i don't get flowers or the kids that are trying to reach out to their parents because they can't go see them or yeah or, or, balloons. or balloons yeah so it's a catch-22 so i well so let's say you're back at work tomorrow tracy what would that first day be be like chaos chaos you think you think if everything just so if tomorrow morning they said we are open 100 percent I tell you guys, is, I don't have product and I doubt I'm going to get any employees to show up. Really? Yeah. On, on the last day of the week. Now, maybe if it's Monday and you say, okay, if you don't come back to work, I'm going to call in and say, well, you were offered a job, you know? So it's, yeah. So that's very interesting because we have, we do have some states that have opened up. I mean, we're doing it much. I think the West Coast as a whole, we are cautiously optimistic here on the West Coast that we may actually have a summer where we can actually hug and see our friends and family, maybe, knock on wood. But there are some other states that have just thrown open the doors. And I, I don't hear, I don't hear either one of you women pro that either, but Oh, because I don't want to do this all over again. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't want to be out another three months worth of work. So the frustration is valid, 
but the frustration is 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 tinged with a if roles were reversed, you would stay home if you're like your employees, if you were getting paid and not go to work. So you can understand both sides is what I'm hearing from both of you yes. guys. I, I totally understand. Um, you know, and then, and then just like with Tracy in the salon, I mean, we just, I don't know about her, but I, and I know her, so I know that she agrees with me. You still have this sense of, you know, keeping your, keeping your employees and keeping your customers and, and keeping doing what you're doing for the good of the community. And it's really right. hard when you're shut down and yet you're still wanting to do all the things you could do before in your community. And that, to me, that's really hard. Yeah, absolutely. You know me well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So no, no advice to Mr. Inslee or no, I, I think, I think if the doors fly open today, you guys would, I guess we'll just use those words again, would be cautiously optimistic. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I got, these protocols <laughs> with these new protocols I hope it runs smoothly um I know for a fact I'm going to have a lot of angry clients with me um knowing that they can't come and sit in my waiting room for their appointment they have to call me from their car and say I'm here wow wow yeah. okay or right, go so sit out on the curb and wait for me to come out to get them they're not allowed to come in until somebody walks out so it's one in one out yeah. When it comes to that. And is it again, cause that oh. you think it's cause that nail dust kind of thing. It's just six feet apart. And another thing is, um, Oh, I just lost it. I can only <laughs> go back 50%. Okay. I can't go back a hundred percent. So, but Tracy forest wise, forest wise, you could go back a hundred percent. If they were because to she's a cold, but because Tracy, I Tracy nails is a, is a confined thing. She can only go back 50%. I believe I would, if they opened the doors, I believe we could come, go back 100%. It's kind of interesting that some places are being allowed to go 50% when I never have more than four or five people in my store. You know, I mean, people kind of come in, they do their thing and they go away. Um, we could easily monitor that. People that want to kind of shop around the store. A lot of people have to visually see what they want. It's hard for them to say, you know, I want a mixed arrangement. What are you going to put in it? Well, then you start describing it. And they, a lot of them don't understand what that means. So I've tried to really baby's breath, baby's breath, just put yeah. some baby's breath. Oh no. <laughs> so I, I, I did try to do a service for mother's day and just put a lot of the product that we could provide on my website. Gotcha. They, so they could at least see, okay, this is what you're going to get. If you order wildflowers in flight within reason, you know, we might have to switch mm -hmm. some colors because we were low on product. So it, the website did very well. So I was pretty pleased with that. And I, and I'm a visual person, you know, when you tell me, okay, the building's eight by 10, that doesn't mean anything to me. You know, is eight feet, 20 feet in my world. So yes, it's for a lot of people, this type of business I do, it's whether you want to call it art or whatever, it's, it's visual for a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. And Tracy, how many chairs do you have in your salon? I'm at that moment. I have three. Um, okay. So 50% would be one and a half. So you could, <laughs> so you could do one chair and why and, and yeah. So in the protocol, they kind of want us to space out our clients. Like I'll have a client at one time. The girl in the back will have a client. The girl next to me has to wait type of thing. It's a lot. <laughs> it's going to suck to schedule all these people. And um, I can only do pe two pedicures at a time instead of three because I can't have anyone in the middle chair. Um, but it's going to be a long day. I mean, I'll, we'll still be putting in 10-hour days. They're just going to be spaced out clients. You know? do nails have to your you know girls doing nails and be able to do pedicures or are you talking one or the other so one or the other so you're gonna have the other. two customers in there at a time 
it sounds like it. I don't know. I'm going to have to really go through the protocols. It's definitely going to be a huge change from what we used to do. And I mean, I'm going to be losing money still too, because I won't be able to back to back to back like I used to. Well, on that upward note, what, what's, what could you say to any of those, to any Rotarians that are out here listening and that have small mom and pop places in their neighborhood? What, speak for all those mom and pops. What can we do to help you guys? What can we, what, what could help make this transition back into business again easier? I would, I would really tend to reach out and support them just like my customers have for me. I mean, we did get through Mother's Day, but understand what they're going through. You know, don't throw up your arms when you don't get what you want. You know, I had a lot of negative voicemails left on Mother's Day Sunday because we closed with the whole attitude. I can't believe you're not open on Mother's Day. Well, I can't believe you didn't know it was Mother's Day last week, but anyway, I, (laughs) I really feel for, you know, for a lot of small, I think a lot of them are going to struggle if they even make it back. So I think as Rotarians and as a community, you know, eat out once a week or do takeout or your coffee shop or or whatever. I get certificates. I guess because this is new to us too. And we're trying to protect everybody. Exactly. Ladies, thank you for doing this. I know I've been trying to get the two of you together. You were, this was originally supposed to be the, the same 11 questions kind of thing, but, but Tracy, you TNT show. It's the TNT (laughs) show. Um, I'm going to make sure that up on the podcast, I put uh, links to both of your businesses. So if somebody wants to buy a gift certificate or somebody wants to get somebody flowers, we can definitely support you guys. I'm really interested in seeing if we can try and get together some type of small business PPE fund. I, I think that it's quite extraordinary that we're getting it for the hospitals. I don't understand how come we can't get it for the business down the street. You know, it's an idea. Well, there's lots of us, that's for sure. There's lots of you. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. And uh, I guess I'll uh, I'll talk to you, I guess, uh, next Monday, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, Gwen. You bet. Thank you, Gwen. No, thank you, Tracy's. This was quite a heart tug for you two, I know. You were willing to be honest and open and angry and sad and hopeful and I appreciate it with all of my heart. And hey, Rotarians, we know a small business. We are a small business. Please do your part for the Tracys that live in your neighborhood. We can save these restaurants. We can save these florists. We can save these nail salons. Or at least give it a hell of a try, don't you think? Okay, thank you again, ladies. So, if you liked this podcast or any of my I'm a Rotarian podcasts, please tell a friend, won't you? Have them go anywhere they get their podcasts and subscribe and rate us. Like I tell you, that's how others get to know about this podcast. And if you have a Rotarian that I should know about, again, email me. I do return emails. You can reach me at rotarianpod at gmail.com. So until next week, take care of yourself and the world around you. Please stay socially distant and safe at home. And we will hear you next week on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. Stay safe, everyone, and blessings. I'll hear you soon. Bye-bye.